Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's just two movies. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies. My name is Daniel King. Uh, normally we'd be joined by Birdman, but uh, he just flew into town and boy are his arms tired. So he, he <laughs> so he couldn't make it. No, actually we, uh, my, my beautiful lady and I just got vaccinated. So we, you know, we didn't know if we were going to have side effects and we didn't want to. I didn't want to have flu-like symptoms and be like, hey, man, come on over to my house. Let's drink beer and watch movies, bruh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we just didn't. We opted out for that. But, yeah, uh, and my boobs were hurting, so. Alicia's boobs hurt. And uh, Alicia's going to be sitting in with us. Do you want to use your last name or do you want to just go with Alicia or do you not care? I don't care. I literally posted it on my Facebook. It has my oh, okay. my life's work on it, so <laughs> it doesn't so, matter. <laughs> We're joined by my my beautiful girlfriend, Miss Alicia Bowen, who both of her brothers have been on the show, which you may may recall uh, if you've listened to those episodes. That's the and only if, reason they're on here. Uh, well, we're friends also. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, we're also friends. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, but Bird couldn't be here. That's that's the reason. Also, there there is another reason. Tomorrow he couldn't come because tomorrow he's got to go uh, explore an ancient Egyptian tomb. Looking for some sacred scarab beetle. I'm not sure what he'll find. I think he's looking for a bird bath. Is it a? It's a bird bath. I think it's a prehistoric bird bath. An ornate, decorative, prehistoric, ancient Egyptian bird bath (laughs) in a tomb. That's why he he can't make it. So, if you are not familiar with the show, uh, what we do here is we look at two movies. We look at one movie that at least one of us perceives as a good movie. And then we try to find another movie that has, you know, something even vaguely in common with it. Uh, but we want to find a movie that's kind of revered as sort of a piece of shit. Uh, so we can compare and cont- contrast the two. And uh, also, I love trash cinema. Apologies if I'm coming across a little congested sounding. I've been having a sneezing fit for the last 10 hours now. Uh, I-, I don't know what the deal is. It's like every five minutes, I feel like I have to sneeze. And then 10% of the time, I actually do sneeze. No. And the rest of the time, my eyes water a bit. You haven't sneezed one time since I came home from the grocery store. <laughs> I sneezed in the I sneezed in the kitchen like four times in a row while you were uh, you were in the... Oh. I yeah. guess I was in a zone. I, I mean, didn't even notice. I do a bit of sneezing. Since you've said it, I don't remember seeing you sneeze once. But anyway. So, yeah, the, the we're, we're going to look at two movies. Today is no exception. Uh, we are talking about Love and Monsters which is an October 2020 release. This is actually the newest movie we've ever done on the show. Usually we'll do something like one of my main goals of this show was always like you sitting at home with your old lady and you go, Oh, I can't think of anything to watch. You can just flip through our catalog of episodes yeah. and go, just pick one of these, just pick one of these yeah, good movies. Once you have a bunch of them. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Once but, we've been doing it for like a year, that'll be a, yeah. yeah. The love of monsters though. Um, we bought it. So, we did buy it. We bought it. it was uh, well, I bought it deliberately, but also accidentally at the same time. 
I, it was in the five dollar movie bin, and I was like, "This is." <laughs> we were playing a game. <laughs> that can't be right. To pick a five dollar movie, he brings home a twenty dollar movie. Yeah, in a story, but uh, that's that's how I yeah, do. Yeah, but the Love and Monsters also. Um, one of the things I found was that because it started being recorded in 2012, the name of it Whoa. was Monster Problems, which I thought hmm. was a weird. I think I like Love and Monsters. Better. Well, they changed it like two months before. Before releasing it, yeah, wow. So they had it for like eight years as monster, a, pro- uh, yeah, monster problems. That is a long time working title for a film. That's crazy. I know, and I really didn't find too much of why they just kind of stopped. I didn't see if it was budget. There really wasn't too much information out there, but I just thought that was weird that it went so long until they because they didn't even. It was weird. I don't. So this is directed by a Mr. Michael Matthews, uh, written by a Russell T. Davis. I would go over other stuff that they've done, but I didn't write it down. Uh, had a budget of $30 million and took in $1.1 million in the box office, probably because it came out in a pandemic. Although it lost a fuck ton of money, roughly $28.9 million it lost. Maybe not. Maybe they'll re-release it or try to release it. I hope like so. Like the drive-ins I, and stuff around us have been doing that kind of stuff. So maybe. Yeah. Because we rented it and bought it. So hopefully. This movie's, you know. this movie's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, certified Rotten. It's got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. 7 out of 10 on IMDb. And an 8.0 on Metacritic. Stars A. Dylan O'Brien as Joel. Jessica. I don't remember her last Jessica name. Henwick as Amy. Ariana Greenblatt as Minnow and Michael Rooker as Clyde. Mm-hmm. Uh, also uh, has uh, Dan Ewing as Cap or the Captain. Uh, but he's Which, only, he's only in it for like oh, f- four minutes of he, screen time. I, he looked familiar to me, but... He looks like a Hemsworth. Something maybe. He kind of reminds me of the guy who plays in um, The Boys. Oh, Like uh, if he had a little bit longer curly hair, like even the personality, he kind of reminds me... You're talking about Butcher? No. The – not Captain America guy. The guy – what's his name? Oh, God. Uh, uh, Homelander? Yeah, Homelander. He oh, kind of uh, reminds me of a him. Well, Homelander, but he just kind of reminds me of his character in this movie. So, But he kind of also resembled him a little bit. So maybe that's what I was trying – like maybe I was getting – just his appearance confusing Anthony, by that. Anthony Starr. That's his mm. name. The guy that plays Homelander. Uh, which, by the way, uh, fun fun tidbit, he said he would play Homelander for another 20 years if he could get away Did with it. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, because he's a freak. As long Because <laughs> he's, right. he's like right. a super freak, just fucking beaten off in front of like just Yeah, just on top of a skyscraper yeah. beaten off. He's like, I can do whatever I right. want. Fucking sicko. Yeah, I mean, I feel free too and play that role, just fucking beat off and on top of the, you know. Top of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Why wouldn't you just like fly and, and jerk off at the same time? And Maybe. come everywhere so that you could at least be like, I come to all over because I'm Skylander. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, no, I, I fucking love that show, though. That's uh, that's probably one of my favorite shows I've seen in several years. It was pretty good. I'm sorry it took such a long time to rewatch it, but. Uh, that's okay. I just, or fitness watching it. I get in a weird Kind of got to be in the mood it's for like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I really wanna, I really wanna go back and uh, start. If we would have just kept binging it, mm-hmm. I would have definitely. I want, but... I want to go back and watch uh, Watchmen on HBO again. That series we were, mm-hmm. we watched like two or three episodes of it. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Uh, I just, 
like I'm also reading the book still. And as you know, it takes me three years to read one book. <laughs> so I really want to finish the book first. It's a comic book, so it should only take me about a year and a half to finish it. So anyway, let's talk, let's talk about this movie. Elevator pitch for the movie. Love and Monsters is about a guy who's a big pussy. His name is Joel. Joel has zero survival skills. He's uh, so sweet and cute. Though. He's very sweet and cute. Though. <laughs> he's very sweet and cute. He was uh, separated from his girlfriend when this big cataclysm happened. Monster apocalypse. Uh, monster apocalypse. All the cold blooded animals on Earth have like mutated into monsters. So like insects, amphibians, reptiles. Yeah, bugs. Just that's, regular. Yeah, just bugs. That that's the gist. He's separated from his girlfriend by like eighty five miles, and he fixes a, a like a ham he's radio. He's tired of being a pussy, is what he's trying to be. He is tired of being a pussy, and he's, he's tired, tired of being, cooking. He's tired of being a pussy. He's, he's tired, tired of cooking for his crew. He's tired and of being a pussy. He's not tired being not, able to stand up for not himself. Getting no pussy. So he finally finds his his girlfriend on the radio and gets in contact with her community, and he decides, you know what. Fuck it. I'm going to go get her. Because oh, everyone laughs at him. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah. oh, oh they, Joel, you're so do, ridiculous. You're not. <laughs> They're just They're like, like, Joel, you, are you going to make me say it, Joel? You, you can't handle it, man. All right. So first impressions. What do you think about this? Do, I mean, I know that you like it, but more, I do like more it a lot. specifically, what do you like about it? My favorite part is probably the monsters. Yeah. Because it's really, yes, it says love and monsters, but it's really the it's, love story part of it. It's less love, is more probably monsters. like a 10% part of it. Yeah, it's less love, more monsters. And the monsters look really good. They fucking look pretty Like the awesome. frog, that thing, I would have a blown up picture of that. That Dude, is a cool looking monster frog. I like the way that they're not shy about showing off their CGI right. monsters. And also, you know me, I'm not like super monster, what are they called? Monster Mania movies, like oh yeah, no, you know what I, I mean. I love like the creature I do feature. like oh creature features. I mm -hmm. do like some of them. Most mm -hmm. of the time, I roll my eyes at you and I'm like, whatever. Just watch it yourself. Croczilla, right? I did watch that one with you. That movie, <laughs> but Robo Croc was better, right? But I just I really did enjoy the monsters because it wasn't like all day, every day, the whole entire movie. Which, like it said, there's, you know, five different genres in this film. Mm -hmm. So it but was easily. They're not shy like, about it, though. No. like you know? Right. Exactly. But there's mm -hmm. only a few. So it's not like you have to, you know. So it's not like just like Godzilla. There's one monster. monster. So there's a few that you can be like, oh, well, that okay. Oh, that's that pretty cool. cool. That's cool. Oh, that's different. Yeah. They're all just. Yeah. They're neat. And they, you know, they have different things. And there's some that are good and some that are evil and mm -hmm. some that are just like. What am I doing here? I'm, <laughs> I'm a monster. So, See you right. later. Uh, so I really did like it. And I like the, um, just the story in general. Like, mm -hmm. it was a little different than most, especially in 2020. Yeah. It was like relieving. It is refreshing. It was a refreshing movie to watch. Yeah, it I really is. Because good, it was. It's a good palate cleanser. Right. It's, yeah, especially for the end. Because mm -hmm. when did we. So, yeah, we rented the movie and. It's always, last year was always hit or miss, definitely for movies. Yeah. A lot of misses all year long. A lot of misses. And it was just, you know, really refreshing to watch a, a really good, decent, fun movie that it's got, you know what was it's, different. Yeah. It wasn't, 
you hadn't you'd seen it before, but not really. So it's like if, it's like you felt like you seen it, and then you haven't seen it, and then you felt like you seen something like it, and mm-hmm. then you hadn't. So it's got a real kind of a zombie land feel to it, but a little right. a little less neurotic and a little easier, right. yeah, a, a little more a, upbeat, a more like more, yeah, it's a yeah. little more upbeat, it's a little cheekier, yeah, a little cheek. Well, and they're also yeah, because they're younger too, and it's more of like what so they're in their mid twenties. You know, right. instead so of it, it does start out feeling like it's it's really directly aimed at the like the young adult crowd, and then that does fade away pretty quickly, like right after the intro, and it feels like oh um, for sure, it's like uh it, you know it's still full of like all these quirky characters, but it's it gets serious. It's a little more serious. It's a little gritty, and then it's still light and breezy at the same right. time. Uh, I I would I imagine that's just attributed to good writing. I, right. I don't know who even wrote it or anything. Oh, uh, that would be Russell T. Davis. Russell T. Davis. Okay, never heard of Let's him. See what else he's done. But he did a good job because he also made it into almost like almost like twenty minute segments of the movie too. So it flowed really nice. It just. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, okay, 20 minutes of figuring out what the movie, 20 minutes of them in the bunker, 20 minutes of this, 20. So it was just like a really consistent, like, you know, it wasn't always like dragging because they could have made the movie all in the bunker and them trying to go around and, you know, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes it on a journey. Looks like the main thing that Russell T. Davis is attributed to is he did a lot of, uh, he wrote a lot of episodes for uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, because actually there's a... An episode named Love and Monsters in Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did see that. I could see that, yeah. And uh, this is like the like the David Tennant uh, David Tennant yeah, era of yeah, Doctor I Who. Yeah, I did see that was uh, which, which I, I, I enjoyed. I guess quite that's a bit. why I popped up for Doctor yeah. Who because I like Doctor Who. I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm like a super fan. I certainly haven't seen all of I them, honestly. But I like David Tennant. I like monsters, so I watched some Doctor Who. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a it's just fine. It's just a just a just a fine TV show. Yeah, I never watched it. Well, yeah. maybe like an episode here or there, but yeah, no, it's it's pretty interesting. There's a lot of fun, um, like practical effects, and every week's like a new adventure. Uh, there are a lot of really so it's like a reality show. Mm, no, no, it's like um, Doctor Who's an alien. Okay, he's like a time lord, and then he has a magic phone box that's like bigger on the inside. And he can travel through, like, kind of like Rick and Morty. He can go to, like, different dimensions and different times. Like Bill and Ted. <laughs> kind of like, like Bill and Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the phone booth. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, but anyway, uh, back to Love and Monsters. Yeah, I just, I, I like this movie a lot. If you were going to rate it, now I know that you've never been on the show, but you have listened to the show. So mm-hmm. you're no stranger. To thumbs. To thumbs. I do know thumbs. And I really like it. How many thumbs would you sensually suck upon in praise of this movie? Suck on? Out of ten? Out of ten thumbs. Out of ten thumbs that I sucked on, I'm going to give it nine, nine and a quarter. Nine and a nub. Nine and a nub? Yep. Yep, that's nine a, and a nub. That's quite a stirring endorsement. You like really like this movie. I do, and that's because I've already a, watched it like three or four times. What's an example? You know, of it a, was like whenever we decided to do this, it was kind of like it wasn't last minute, but it was pretty last minute. It, yeah. And then we didn't even watch it again, like you normally do, and take notes yeah. before the movie. And it just 
I don't know. It's one of those movies I can keep watching, so I'm just yeah. going to give it a, a good rating. Okay. Because yeah. I'm not a movie buff. I'm not you. I'm not – I don't know. Like, As my a, ratings are going to be, can I watch it again and again? It's because it's a good – It's it flows. It's a good structure. The cast is great. It's not too much. It's not too mm-hmm. little. Um, you know, you still get, like, these sci-fi – because I'm not big in sci-fi. Maybe that's why, too. It's because, like, sci-fi is not my – favorite cup of tea yeah that's so for it to be a fun sci-fi that's not like rom-com or something you know it's yeah you know monster movie yeah if you're gonna say if i give any monster movies a 10 never is this your favorite (laughs) this is your favorite monster movie maybe that's why too because seriously out of every other monster movie i've ever watched yeah i just am i'm gonna give them because honestly any movie i would probably pick for the show would probably be a nine or above just because it makes me feel good Number one, mm-hmm. it's fun. Number two, number two, it looks good, and I can follow it. It's breezy. The story's good. It's fine. Yeah. It's a, so that's it. Like, okay. I'm not like going deep diving into it. I'm not like a movie critic type of person who's going to give it. Neither, sure, sure. You know, well, and that's the great but, thing. Of, so guess what? A lot of my the movies might I might give them nine or above, mm-hmm. but that's only because the way I rate a movie is not based on. Every little teeny tiny detail they did wrong or something I didn't like about it because, mm-hmm. you know, the only well, thing yeah. I might not have liked about it was well, that's what's, the girl. That's what's great. Ab- that's what's great about this show is we're not doing real highbrow right. reviews. Uh, if I see a thing that I, don't know, I like. You guys kind of do, but. Yeah. You guys nitpick it quite pretty hard. On the bad movie? Just in general. Or like the things. Like. Well, when you've got something that's like so good. And I do find it. I find like one little glaring thing that just kind of irks me about See, it. I, I do, don't I, find those things normally. I do have to point it normally. out normally. Or every good movie would be a perfect movie for me. Well, this is the perfect movie, like one of the perfect movies for you to just man. It is sit really and enjoy. Fun. You it can watch it with really your family. Good. You mm-hmm. know, it's a little quirky. It's got some funny bits. You know, Michael Rooker does a really good job. Even Minnow, she's hilarious, a little hilarious yep. girl thrown uh, in there because she's a little smart ass, little Ariana you know? Greenblatt. Yeah, mm-hmm. they call her Minnow. You know, big son of a bitch. young young Gamora. So uh, yeah, oh yeah, that right. was a fun fact you told me about, like the mm-hmm. uh, the Ariana Greenblatt plays. Which, that could be why they did so good together too. Yeah, she it. she plays young Gamora in uh, in the Marvel Cinematic yeah, Universe, of the Galaxy. So, mm-hmm. and then obviously you know Michael Rooker's Yondu. So. They probably. Oh they, yeah, I didn't even think so about that. They worked well, I mean, well together, so it's, they're they're their own team in this movie. Mm-hmm. So probably my favorite weapon in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Though, and that's another is, uh, because Yondu's, there's not Yondu's arrow. And that's another reason I would probably give it a, the decent thumbs is because the biggest name is Michael Rooker. Yeah, and the whole thing. Yeah, it really so, is. Uh, and di- for them to make it not about him. Yeah, uh, Dylan O'Brien and Jessica Henwick get more screen time than anybody, I think, and. Never heard right. of either of them. They're both great. Exactly. So for being never heard, kind of mm-hmm. like bought or rented it because it's a is a movie in 2020 to rent. Yeah, it looked like a fun. Yeah. it looked like a fun. And now we own it for us to own it. I think it probably deserves at least nine thumbs. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, <laughs> like like that anyway yeah. to rewatch. Really, I rented it because I thought it looked like a fun rom com that might have a cool monster in it. Bought it, be, bought it because it's a fun-ass rom-com, and it has tons of badass-looking monsters in it. Right. Yeah, right. it re- really does. The The monsters look awesome. I mean, they're not shy about showing them off, which is fucking... That, that, 
that shit's a pet peeve of mine. Like and when I, 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 I sit down to watch Godzilla and Godzilla has four and a half minutes of screen time. No, not okay. Well, that's the, the God- thing. They give yeah. each monster to its own appropriate amount of time mm-hmm. to be seen and to learn about. And then he obviously documents it too in his book. Mm-hmm. So that's also nice. So then you do have all these what? Six, you see, like what six monsters, maybe not yeah, like, a sh- like that. Well, no, because you do see the extra little big bugs and things, mm-hmm. but ones that you like, you know, four or six monsters you actually see, you know, they give them an appropriate amount of time to become part of the story, even. Yeah. Because they are, you know, they're different. They are. Sure, so. sure. Yeah. So, so Joel's a pussy. It's been seven years. He's tired of being a pussy, tired of not getting no pussy. He's going to go find his old lady's <laughs> camp. It's 80-something miles away, and everybody's like, man, sucks. It's the last time we're going to see you, Joel. Be careful out there. Right. I missed your Mastacholi or whatever. Your, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Golosh what or what is it? Uh, minestrone. Minestrone, yeah. yeah. He, he makes the minestrone. Well, he, well he why do you want me to radio. stay? You make a mean minestrone. <laughs> right, right. He does take a really classic hero's journey with all the fixins. You know, it, only Obi-Wan Kenobi is Michael Roker, or Michael Rooker, which is, you know, arguably a much better choice. Yeah, he was a great pick. That was perfect. Yeah, he's he really a, was. Perfect. He's amazing casting. Mm-hmm. So Joel takes off not long before you know he encounters a thing that's about to kill him. There's this giant frog monster. It looks fucking awesome. Dog comes. Awesome. Dog comes out of nowhere. Super cute fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Attacks the boy. frog thing. His yeah. name's Boy. The dog's name is Boy in the movie. Attacks the frog. So effectively saving Joel's life. Yeah, because he's then, like, bite him, bite him, like, get him. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> so now Joel and Boy are traveling companions to, you know, just make it the abridged version. Right, because they're both alone, too. Yeah, yeah, they, are, know, they so. are both alone. So it's better to, be, better to be alone together, I guess. Right. And then by happenstance, uh, they kind of, they, Joel falls into a pit. He's about to die. Michael Rooker saves his ass. And Minnow, uh, again, played by Ariana Greenblatt, uh, she's with Michael Rooker. Yeah. And this is where it's like. She's his little badass. Yeah. He like meets, they're his mentor. Right. You know, they mentor him and like, man, you don't know fucking dick. You're going to get yourself killed out here. You're like, uh, you know, you ever heard of a fool's errand? He's like, oh, I'm a fool because I believe in love. And he's like, no, (laughs) you're a fool because you're out here alone. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Right. Nothing. Literally. Yeah. You have (laughs) zero fucking survival skills. For 10 minutes and you fell in a death trap. You can't shoot. You just, you suck. Because he would have died, obviously, if they mm-hmm. would never came. But, you know, that's why it's a movie. And this is, I think, one of the parts that really reminds me of um, uh, Zombieland is the rules. Because Michael Rooker has kind of yeah. has, has rules for survival. What are, what are they called? They're, they're less, not rules. They're less they're... hand-fisted in there. He's like, you know, rule one, always survey from high ground. Rule two, right. not both. So, yeah, so every time, every time they get stop. get a good night's rest. Or you get to eat. You get a not hot. Both. You get a hot meal or a good night's sleep. Not both. Right. So anyway, they they do the you know a little montage about them traveling together, and they run into you know various monsters along the way, and there's a thing called a boulder snail, and it's fucking just adorable. It's, it's cool looking. Yeah, <laughs> it is adorable, but it's also kind of threatening at the same well, time. It's like humongous. It's yeah. the size of a fucking it bus. Ro- it roars. Half of a bus. It roars at him and shit. Right. It's like, right. <laughs> or, or whatever whatever noise snails make. Right. Well, it saves them, too, in the movie because, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting tra- tracked by – what is that called? I don't remember what they call it. It's I, a big son of a bitch. I remember that. I know. Chum- that was one thing. I kept trying to find names of the monsters. Chumber? Chumber. Maybe they call it a chumber. I, I feel like most of the monster names are just like, eh, fucking call it right, or whatever. Right, whatever. Yeah. Obviously, I, I, Boulder Snail. Okay, good. It doesn't but, matter, but – 
Yeah, but the boulder snail saves his life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's yeah. all day. He's like, he's going to plaster your, what's he say? He's going to plaster your scent all over this mountain or oh, whatever. Chumber's oh, not going to know which way to uh-huh. go. And they're like, thank you, Mr. Boulder Snail. He's like, yeah, they're sensitive. God, God tell them thank you. They're sensitive. They will crush your ass in a second. <laughs> uh, man, just Michael, Michael Rooker. Michael uh, Rooker is a great cast for damn near mm-hmm. everything. That little girl, uh, Ariana Greenblatt. Is it Blatt? Greenblatt. Greenblatt. Mm-hmm. She's going to be in a lot of shit. Yeah, She's already I think been so. in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. This is a great movie. Um, mm-hmm. She does a great job. Yep. Because she's not even, obviously, star. She's going to star in some shit, and she's mm-hmm. going to be a badass is what she's going to be. Yeah, I think and so. And she's funny. She's a funny little girl. Mm-hmm. And she she's works well of, with Michael Rooker in She's it. got a lot of attitude. Yeah, she got that sass, and mm-hmm. she does well with it. But, you know, little, so she, yeah, she'll definitely, but. Yeah, she she sure will. So, I mean, uh, you know, after a certain point, they get to where Michael Rooker and Minnow, they're like, oh, we're going up to the mountains or whatever. And he's like, well, I'm going to find my girlfriend. So they part ways. Yeah, uh, but the, the little girl wants him to stay. Minnow's like, Yeah, she's no, like, come she's on. like kind of crushing he's on like, him, I think. He's or, like, your girlfriend's not going to like you anyway. She don't know you. <laughs> like, just like yeah. breaking his balls and no, like Joel, just. Joel, you're such a whole, pussy. She's, right. not, she's not going to be into that. You know, they separate and uh, Joel's uh, night comes and Joel's like taking shelter or whatever. And he finds one of these old Mavis r- robots Robot. that like boots up, boots right. itself up and it starts talking to him. It was saving its energy. It was saving its last bit of power for, for, for something. Somebody. Anybody. Yeah. It could have been the boy. It could've, probably would have talked to boy for the next 30 minutes. Could have <laughs> been. Know? Um, the whole scene uh, with the Mavis robot, it's it's so like charming and funny. Mm-hmm. And silly, and I just I like I like it a lot. The robot looks cool. It does, but it and doesn't not overly no. cool. It just like it looks like something. If like Tesla was going to start making like home aid robots, right. it looks which like, I'm sure they are, like it might. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, and it's like funny. It has its own little personality. You know what you would expect. It is really expressive for only having ex- eyes. It's really expressive for being almost dead. Also, like it. Yeah. She knows she's about to die, or mm-hmm. he or it, mm-hmm. you know, and but it still like still wants to give to whoever it came upon. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, because yeah. it could have turned for the worse or something weird, but it yeah. didn't. You never know. It just made it like a heartfelt moment, but then funny, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. cute, cute little funny because it's you know it's a robot. You do see one of the Mavis robots at the beginning of the movie. They have one in the bunker. They have because Joel's got one yeah. in his bunker, but it's dead. He's right. like, pretty sure all of them are dead because it's been seven yeah. years and nobody's going to recharge them. But he does come across the one just kind of out in the wild. Well, that's be- like in the beginning too. When he leaves the bunker, he takes the radio. He's like, I probably won't need this. Well, I'm going to fucking take it anyway because you never know. Right. And that's what Mavis does for him. Shows him his family, mm-hmm. powers his radio so he can get a hold of um, Amy, you know, plays him. What song do you want to play? Oh, yeah. You know, so. And then, because the, there's like, there's a lot of score in this movie, but there's like almost no soundtrack except right. Stand, <laughs> except Stand but By Me. Was there like three songs in the whole movie? I, there's maybe, because in the last bit, there's that, there's a song I remember. Yeah, they score it. Like there's a dramatic right. score, but as far as the soundtrack, ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just and maybe by. that's why too, because some movies, like you watch a movie and it's just. Has to have a soundtrack the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's one thing Bird said about uh, No Country for Birdmen. Uh, no soundtrack. 
No soundtrack, oh. no score. He's I like, haven't really Did you watched notice? I was it. like, fuck, I didn't notice at all. I guess that's why it's so intense. Yeah, maybe. And maybe that's why, because it's more of like, because a lot of Journey, Hero's Journey mm-hmm. movies has a shit. Lord really of the Rings. He- there you go. Soundtrack. Really heavy score. Yeah. Right. So maybe that could be another reason it's so appealing. I have it no just- idea. Um Man, it really is a shame that this came out in the pandemic because this well, would have made... Well, they were going to put it out in February for theaters. This would have made a ton of money. It would have. Yeah. Hopefully they can get it. Because honestly, when they first open movie theaters back up, they might want to pick older movies. I'm getting pretty drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like... That's fine. That's fine. We'll, well have I was to... really nervous and I was like, I don't know. I will... I will... Uh, I to- call it. <laughs> to- totally common... But you don't on, common side effect of on my doing your show. You don't you don't getting se- drunk. You don't seem nervous. <laughs> that is a very common side effect of being on the show. So next day he's like still heading towards Amy's colony, and there's a tremor in this movie. It, it's not a graboid. I mean, from the movie Tremors. Oh, I was like, what? But it kind of is. Like it, kinda. It, it is a tremor. It's way scarier than a tremor by definition only. But yeah, I will say it, it, it is, it is way scarier scary. Looking. It's got like a octopus. like even because boys like fuck. Yeah, like, it's like no thanks. And he's like, big... oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? Like, okay, your dog knows he saved you from eating a fucking a berry. He's mm-hmm. like, put that shit down, even though he can't talk. You know? Oh yeah. But he saved your ass from eating a berry, and then you're like asking him what's wrong. He's like hiding and shivering in a little duck. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> you don't. Yeah. Okay. No, the I mean, again, just a testament to the monsters. They look fucking awesome in this. Mm-hmm. So and they're a, not like so colorful. They're just like even like well, they just look they're like, like bugs. I know, and and they're like moss covered because you can tell they. It's mm-hmm. almost like they adapted to the environment over those seven years too. So it's like there's moss on them, and there's oh yeah, you know, well a little bit of the fluff uh, as to why all these all these monsters exist now. There was a giant asteroid coming for Earth. I know, yeah. Everybody, well, there's a bunch of them, wasn't there? Yeah, I think it was just one. But anyway, oh, humanity okay. united under one banner, and we shot a bunch of rockets at it. That's and then the, right, ke- the right. chemical fallout from the rockets is what made all the monsters. Right, right. They ha ha yay, we did one thing, and then well shit, we made mm-hmm. a bunch of freak monsters. So. so the whole tremor scene is pretty great with the graboid uh, type monster. Uh, Joel explodes it with a grenade, like throws a grenade into its mouth. Mm-hmm. And got to tell you, for a slow motion exploding worm well, scene. Right, for not much an action movie. God, it looks badass. Right, because there's like really not much action other mm-hmm. than him running away mm-hmm. and the dog biting the frog. But yeah, no, it... So by the property of... That's fun. Ducking out of the way of the explosion... Well, yeah, but isn't the dog mad at him when that happens? It's right after. he. Uh, so he, he throws the grenade and, like, like jumps into the water to avoid the explosion. He gets out of the water and he's fucking covered in leeches. Mm. So he pulls all the leeches off of him right. and he's, like, screaming at the dog. He's like, you dumbass, you almost got right, us killed. Right. What the fuck's the matter with you? Because he was hiding, but he – because he didn't want to get eaten by a – underground monster <laughs> like, right which i can relate to right i also don't want <laughs> to be eaten by an underground be. monster so he's you know he starts walking in the woods and the dog has run off and left him and he's fucking tripping balls because those leeches are venomous but they have some kind of psychedelic poison in them i guess right well they're fucking radioactive or whatever you I, know what i mean like there's yeah, something whatever from the deal is they're all freaks so well, if is, it's just a <laughs> he is tripping balls and he finds some flowers in the wild that michael rooker had mentioned to him that you get poisoned these are you know a good cure or whatever 
So he's eating these flowers and, and then fucking, you know, uh, here comes the, the, his, his dream woman, old Miss Amy finds him and she's like, Joel, what, what do you not hear Joel? So Joel's knocking on death's door. He's tripping his balls off. Amy finds him, takes him back to his, her camp or community or. Yeah. Cause it's not a bunker. It's not they a got bunker. A bu- fucking it's, badass. It's like a, like a resort almost compared yeah, to it's it like. It is kind of like a beach well, it's resort. Beachfront. Yeah. Uh, it's but it's like really in nice. a. And then in their community, it's just Amy and a bunch of old people. She's there to help them. Which is hysterical. Like, because they're all old and kind of... And maybe are, that's why she, like, believes that guy who Some comes, of them are kind of senile and shit. She's yeah. probably at her fucking wit's end. Well, I know, but maybe that's why she was so excited and believed the... Uh, what's his name? Cap. Yeah. So much, because... So, yeah, intro... He was young. Intro, the captain and mm-hmm. his two uh, or three... Goons. Yeah, his goons or whatever... Um, so Cap is like, oh yeah, we're going to load up all the supplies on the yacht. All you guys are going to come with me and we're going to go find an island somewhere where this is not a problem. Uh, it's, or it's, hang out on the yacht cause you're in the ocean. Right. So it, it's just a ruse. Uh, Cap intends to steal all their supplies, poison them, and then have them killed by a giant crab monster. Right. That him and his crew have harnessed to actually pull their boat, be the engine right. of their yacht, which is very clever. And the crab monster, uh, it looks so fucking cool. It does. But it's also real fucking sad. It is sad. It's got sad. Because it's got sad, you know by their eyes. Sad, creepy Which we didn't mention earlier. That's one of the things Joel yeah. gets taught is that you can tell if they're good or evil mm-hmm. or bad or whatever by their eyes when you look into the monster's eyes. So mm-hmm. you can see. Also, another callback. This is all like good information he gets from Michael Rooker. Uh, and from dog or a uh, boy, boy, excuse me. The yeah, because weirdly, the dog. boy teaches him a lot of things too. Yeah, like to not eat those berries. Exactly. Then he sees those berries are what Cap is putting in his beer that he made to so party. Everybody's fucking partying and getting wasted, and then they're just gonna like pass out in a drug-induced coma. Uh, so he kind of catches wind of this, and you know, uh, long story short, there's a bit of a fight with the crab monster. Joel ultimately decides to free the crab monster, which then goes and destroys uh, Cap and his crew on the yacht. So, well, yeah, because he's attached by, like, electric chains, the crab yeah, is. Yeah. So it's like they're controlling him with these electric chains, and Joel looks at him and is like... Which is... He's got those eyes, so... Very minor, very minor plot hole, but one thing that I was like, how's that? So he's got a... Because it's in water. Well, he's got well, he's got this super long chain that the captain has that he's got a, like a button to electrocute the crab with. They're like, haha, yeah, we use the crab for the engine. So where are you getting the... The electric? Where's the electricity, electricity. coming from? Yeah, and my, that's the kind of thing that you pick up hole. in a movie. I don't because I... I'm like, that's oh, okay. yeah, you're going to fucking electrocute a crab, sure. Yeah, no, and that's totally okay. That's, <laughs> like, what, this, that's what this show's for. We're not, we're not fucking Siskel and Ebert. We're just, we're just, I like movies. I like, I've always liked movies. I know that. One of my favorite I've known things you for to do. About three years. I know you. <laughs> three years. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do when I was a kid was we used to go to a video store. Uh, now, kids, if you're out there listening to the show and you don't know what we're talking about, <gasps> Blockbuster. There used to be a no. We had fucking. I know. We had classic, Movie. classic video in the hood, dog. Uh, but we'd go to classic video and rent like five movies on the weekend, and then you go over to your friend's house and just fucking watch movies and eat popcorn. Which is funny because it's called Redbox now, and we literally just rented six movies last weekend. Yeah. To do the same thing. Yeah. Too. 
So, <laughs> like every now and then, I just want to lay around right. all day and watch movies. Well, they're closing all the movie stores. They just closed two down. The only two yep. within what fifty miles of if, here if, easily. But if there's a red box near you, use it. Rent it. Do it, please, so they don't go out of business. Because then I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I live out in the middle I don't, of the woods. I know. I don't want to stream everything because no. we don't. Have we don't have internet. the internet. Yeah, unless old we, pop, Papa Elon wants to hit me up with that fucking right. Skynet shit he's got going on. So then that also limits to how much we can even watch. So mm-hmm. yeah, rent your red boxes. So Joel saves the day. All hail Joel. And he hey, decides he's gonna he's gonna go back to his bunker. He's gonna get all his friends, and they are going to travel up to the mountains to try to find Michael Rooker and Minnow. Right. Because it's he like, realizes he needs to go back. He came here for love, and he's like, you know, it was a little flat. But I I've been with these people for seven years. I need mm-hmm. I need to go back to them they're and like tell my, them and like save them, yeah. right? Because they really care about him, right? Even though. They and, kind of, uh, you know, jab and, him, but and that kind of wraps it up. If you're going to go nine, uh, nine thumbs and a nub, I think I'm also going to go a firm nine. This is a really fun, breezy, yeah, but easy you to watch movie. You forgot, boy comes and saves the day. Oh, boy does come at the last minute and kind of save the day while the crab, right? Because is... he comes and he's like licking Amy's mouth. He's like mm-hmm. fucking mouth fuck. Uh, <laughs> he does, uh, and then he's like, and she's like, oh shit, <gasps> oh, and then. You know, mm-hmm. yep, he comes yep. back and he saves the day. He does come back. He quits being butthurt yeah. about getting yelled at for Which almost getting I was Joel killed. Gonna say this earlier, real fast. Yeah, boy, I think it's that's a good dog. That's a good ass dog in a movie because he's in it the whole time. Yeah, that's a good dog. It's actually two dogs. Really? So I thought that was even more interesting because you got two dogs to be really good dogs. Yeah. And they also said. um, Joel, what's his real name? Uh, Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. They said that he could he wouldn't work with anyone else. Like, he would, but he would, like, take a day off if someone else was working with the dog. Like, he had a really close bond with them, I guess. But mm. these dogs, um, they're what, Australian Kelpies. and They're beautiful dogs. They're so pretty, but they were actually Hero and, Hero and Dodge. Okay. Which... Those are good dog names. Those are good dog names. And I was like, you know, that's probably just... Boy is probably also perfect. I just thought that was interesting because, like, Dude, it's fucking... not just one dog. Like, you can get a really good. I mean, I know that's a good breed of dog, but like, I just thought it was really neat. That yeah, they're beautiful they're... dogs too. They're like, um, yeah, they're, they're like just... like chocolate and caramel colored. Right. Yeah, with like black accents. Right. And yeah. also for you not to notice, it's two different dogs. Maybe they're brothers or something. I don't know. Well, that's why I didn't know. The Maybe they're litter. twins, whatever. Yeah. But they, yeah, no, I just, I was like, man, because that's a good dog. That's a good ass dog and a whole movie. Because that's, he's, he, you could call him almost the co-star of the movie. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, for so, sure. So, yeah. Sure. But it for, yeah, no, it's two different dogs, which I thought was pretty neat. And he saves the day. So. <laughs> he certainly does. Okay. We're starting to run low on trivia, so do we're you want to do trivia? No, we're Yay. doing it. No, we're doing it. Do you want to do? We've got quite a bit of horror movie trivia. Mm. I've got Disney trivia. No, there's so much it's hard to remember. Mm-hmm. I've got Lord of the Rings trivia, Marvel movie trivia, or sci-fi movie trivia. That's so much. You want to like do Marvel or Lord of the Rings? Some of these are a little bit harder. So we're going to do Marvel movie trivia. Do you want the first five questions or the last five questions? The first five. The first five. 
What fake name does Natasha use when she first meets Tony oh, Stark shit. in Iron Man 2? Black Widow. Does she go by Nicole Ryan, Norma Robinson, Natalie Rushman, or Naomi Roberts? D. Oh, so sorry, drink a beer. That's Black Widow, right? Mm-hmm. Natasha. Okay, I was like. Yeah. Oh, sh- I don't know. Nicole Ryan, Norma Robinson, or Norma. Natalie Rushman? You're going to go with Norma? Yeah. God so damn it. Your beer. Your she- remaining possible answers are Nicole Ryan and Natalie Rushman. Natalie. Very nice. <sighs> God damn. I was going to pick it first, but I was like, no, that would be too simple. <laughs> <laughs> like- uh, Tony appoints Pepper Potts as CEO mm-hmm. of Stark Industries and hires Natalie Rushman to replace her as his personal assistant. What animal does Darren Cross unsuccessfully shrink in Ant-Man? Is it A, rats, B, lambs, C, rabbits, or D, a guinea pig? Rabbit. Oh, so sorry. God. Uh, That's a tough one. These are. Mm-hmm. Rats, lambs, guinea pigs. I'm trying to even think, but... A lamb. Very nice. <laughs> that I was like... Cross uses lambs as <laughs> test subjects, despite promising hope just... <laughs> that they would be using rats. I knew it wasn't rats. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was like, not a lamb. Maybe they were rabbits, but no. I don't. Man, lambs. these are the, like these. That this is, is like this is like Marvel movie trivia from the movies I haven't seen in a long time. Which Ant Man was that? Ant Man. Oh yeah. In the Avengers, which character remarks that the battle for New York is just like Budapest? Is it Black Widow, Iron Man, Captain America, or Hawkeye? Black Widow. Very good. Uh, Just like Budapest all over again, Hawkeye. You and I remember Budapest very differently. Yeah, I seriously was like, Hawkeye? He say that? No. I was... Which is a, which is a funny thing to say. You and I remember Budapest yeah. differently because the city's crawling with aliens. And right, and the first thing that popped in my mind was like Hawkeye and her talking. I don't know who said it. It was her. <laughs> okay. Oh, here we go. You got this one all day. In Deadpool, Wade Wilson teams up with Colossus and what other <laughs> member of the X Men? What's his is name? It Wolverine, <laughs> Cannonball, Jubilee. Or Negasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> D. <laughs> Very right? good. Well, he calls her all kinds of names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Negasonic Teenage What the Which is, Shit. Right. Uh, just as he corners Ajax, Deadpool is interrupted by Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, who attempt to recruit him to join the X-Men. In the confusion, Ajax escapes, but the three heroes later team up to take him down. Your final question. What organization takes over S.H.I.E.L.D. in Captain America, Hydra. the Winter Soldier? From the moment <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. was founded after World War II, Hydra has been secretly operating within its ranks, snowing global chaos with the objective of making humanity surrender its freedom in exchange for security. The infiltration is exposed during Project Insight, and Hydra, in an effort to save itself, begins purging all S.H.I.E.L.D. facilities of non-Hydra-aligned individuals. I was wondering. You had some hard ass questions because uh, I was thinking of the answers, and I got them all before the last one. <laughs> the the one about Black Widow's name in Iron Man Two, I would have guessed it I correctly was, because I was like, I don't know, I, maybe that one, and it turned well, out it was the I right thought, answer. And I'm always, I always do that too. I'm like, 
oh, Natalie. Because I always like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like I always talk myself out of the first one. Okay. In Guardians of the Galaxy, which actress is Quill's ship named after? Oh, that would be Alyssa Milano. Ooh, good job. Thank you. Oh, he's so smart. Do you have that to one. know him? You know, uh, the Little Mermaid is the also. Milano is named after Peter Quill's childhood crush. Mm-hmm. So sweet. You know who else uh, is designed after Alyssa Milano is the Little Mermaid. Really? Mm hmm. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, oh, she's, okay. A, she's a pretty lady. She mm-hmm. was a super pretty lady, like in 89, 93, whatever, whatever year that was supposed to be. Okay. Anyway, next question. Number two. What is the name of the little boy Tony befriends in Iron Man 3? Oh, fuck. Henry. Mm. Harry. Mm. Harvey. Ugh. Harley. Ugh. Give them to me one more time. Right. Henry. Henry. I don't fucking Harry? know. Harvey? Harley? Is this the first one? Not Fuck. Henry. All right. You suck. Whatever the second one was. Harry. <laughs> you suck. Drink a beer. Okay. The answer three. Harvey, you <sighs> suck. Are you three strikes, you're me. out. <laughs> it was Harley. And I would have never, ever thought that in my life. Number... You got me good, you fucker. Three. Okay. Which Avenger does Thor team up with in Thor Ragnarok? Oh, shit. That's... Do you just know it? Yeah. You're just going to... Oh. Yeah, I know that. All right. Then throw well, it out there. I'd like to hear what the options are. <laughs> you have no options here. <laughs> Iron Man, Hawkeye, Cap, or the Hulk? Uh, It's the big guy. Ooh. Uh, drink your beer. Mm. <laughs> I'll drink mine. I'm just joking. Okay, number four. Okay. What kind of war animal is bred by the border tribe in Black Panther? Ooh. Lions, elephants, Uh, rhinos, or panthers? Motherfuck. So the the options were lion. I don't think it's lions. Lions, elephants, Elephants, rhinos, or panthers? I think... I think it's rhinos. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know. I didn't know that one. During the Battle of Mount Bashinga, Wakabi calls for the Border Tribe's war rhinoceroses. Thanks to these reinforcements, the Border Tribe gains the upper hand against the Dora Malaji until Okot. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. uh, I didn't. That one's really long. I went and read it. That's fine. (laughs) Final final question? Yeah. All right. In Ant-Man, where does Hank Pym keep an army tank? Oh, fuck. In his basement. Okay. A keychain, his secret lab, or his garage? Oh, shit. Uh, Is it a keychain? I think it might be the keychain. Yes! Yeah. The shrunken tank is a T-34 Soviet combat vehicle exposed to Pym particles that Hank keeps as a keychain. In case he, he ever needs an escape vehicle. That's a pretty good job. That is pretty Maybe good Maybe not job. as good as I did, but it's pretty good. You know, you did, you did real I mean, fine. You I did, did all right. You done I a, dabble. You've done a real fine job, honey. <laughs> all right. So, the, I mean, that's it for the first half of the show. We are going to go watch something that looks real fucking stupid. Uh, we're mm. going to watch another creature feature. This is probably going to be really nice because 
We're I doing... don't normally watch two creature features a day. Well, it looks breezy. <laughs> it, it, looks, yeah. it looks breezy though. At uh, at an hour and twenty two minutes, mm. we are going to watch the PG thirteen sci fi comedy from nineteen ninety four, Tammy and the T Rex. Uh, it's got a four point nine on IMDb, forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Denise Richards, Paul Walker, uh, Terry Kaiser, nice. Uh, Theo Forsett, don't know him. <laughs> Sean Whalen. Uh, Sean Whalen is is. Uh, I know the one girl classic. in the whole movie. You'll know Sean. And I'll Whalen only when watch this him. movie because of, I like the title. I will probably give it at least three stars because of the title. Tammy and the T Rex. Yeah, because it reminds me of your your uh, my mom, your mommy. <laughs> my mom's name is Tammy. Only if it was I, Tamara, it I, would probably get three and a half stars. I did on that ask movie. her. I did ask her if she'd ever seen this, and she said no, but she was aware of it. So. <laughs> It looks fucking horrific, and I cannot wait. We're going to throw it to the sponsors. little ad break for you. Uh, if there are any promo codes in there, be sure to check those out. You know, we like to like to see what we can do for, for our listeners, if anything. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys back in a few minutes. Coming this October. No country for bird men. You know, my daddy was a sheriff at the same time, and I, I like to think he was proud. Just the look in his eyes. As he's strangling this man. Good lord, Sheriff's quite a mess we got over here, isn't it? Well, if it ain't, it'll do until the mess gets here. Llewellyn Moss, a perfect cowboy name. Where you been all day? What's in the satchel? I meant no offense, young sir. I'll tell you what, why don't you come on down and we're about to go have a little supper. Keep running that mouth, I'm gonna take you in the back and screw you. Keep it up. It's kind of hard to escape from something like this when you're in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to do something fucking stupid. If I don't come back, tell my mama I love her. If you if you know where the money is, then why don't you have it right now? Your mama's dead, Lou Allen. Oh, then I'll tell her myself. What's in the satchel? Are you deaf or are you fucking stupid? Y'all getting any rain up there? He takes his boots off. He takes his socks off. To give out no information. He is just a fucking beast of a man. Sheriff, we just missed him. Kind of makes his head look like the tip of a penis. Oh, he dead all right. Where's my where's my medicine? I put it right here. I got the cancer. Trying to keep up with the case. We're going to El Paso. You know how many people I know in El Paso? Let me tell you a little story. Hello, Carson. Let's go to your room. Jacking off. Because he's drinking that same milk that fucking Anton drank. I thought no one would ever ask. I've never seen a Mexican in a suit before. You're going to get a little blood everywhere. Who doggy? That's a lot of smack. He's seeing the same things I'm seeing. Between the battle between man and steer, nothing is certain. Kind of a hitman, I guess. Because things are getting a little out of hand. He's got no boots. He's got buckshot in his shoulder. He's got a fucking wet gun. <laughs> Orson Welles shows up? I ain't asking you to do nothing illegal. Norteño band? Would he be dead? You bring me the money. Your wi- I'll spare your wife. They just casually have a tarp over it. You got it. If you're into Wild West footwear, check it out. Let me know if anybody comes in. And by that I mean any swinging dick. Now he's got no boots. Essentially tracked down the last man standing. But he has the money. Bardem. Brolin. Jones. No country for bird men. Oh, shit. Let's get fucking tanked. Special thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams. Please check out his latest project at sons.bandcamp.com. That is S-U-N-D-S dot bandcamp.com. 
Thanks to Lamplighter Productions for our artwork. Uh, please check out more of their stuff on Instagram at Lamplighter underscore Productions underscore IL. First time listener, we're anywhere podcasts are found. But if you don't subscribe to any of those services, listen to the show for free on our website. It's just the number two, movies.buzzsprout.com. That's it's just two movies.buzzsprout.com. Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at it's just two movies at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram at it's just two movies. Want to support the show? Great. Leave a like, comment, or subscribe on whatever platform tickles your fancy. Uh, and one last thank you to our editor, head writer, producer, and host. Uh, oh, that uh, th- those are all me. So anyway, back to the show. All right. So I hope any of those uh, advertisements were to your liking. <laughs> uh, we just watched Tammy and the T-Rex. And you might hear one of my one or both of our dogs barking outside. Uh, That's because we live in the woods. We do live and in the woods. And they bark at shit so we can know. <laughs> so yeah. They- a lot of critters out here, too. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just going to do their thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we watched Tammy and the T-Rex, which is a 1994 sci-fi comedy directed by Stuart Raffle. Uh, screenplay by Stuart Raffle and Gary Brookett. Had a budget of about a million dollars, and I couldn't find the box office earnings. The one thing I did find said about a million dollars. I saw that too, but it literally said box office, office, and then yeah, parentheses budget a million about <laughs> like it was yeah, like they were the, like, like they were both the same. So I I don't know. I'm I'm hoping this movie. Broke I honestly even. think it might have ish because a million dollars is not that much money. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, I, I couldn't find the box office. This stars Denise Richards as Tammy, Paul Walker as Michael, Terry Kaiser as Dr. Hmm. Walkenstein. 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 Yeah, Walkenstein. Theo Forsett as Byron. Uh, Sean Whalen as Weasel. <laughs> uh, Ellen Dubin as Helga. And George Pilgrim as Billy. Oh, Billy. So before we get into any of this... What did you think of this as a bad movie? Like, knowing it was kind of, uh, I don't even know that I would call this, like, tr- trash cinema. I don't think it was trash cinema, only, cinema, God. <laughs> Probably shouldn't drink so many beers. That's okay. Um, Part of the game. <laughs> I don't know if it was trash cinema, only because they did have some... Those those are names in yeah. in the biz. Like those yeah, are yeah. legit names in there. So whenever it was, mm-hmm. but what I think about it because I normally don't even care to watch a bad movie. No, you're I not, think you're it not... was fun doing it for the show. Okay, it makes it a hell of a lot of more fun. I'll like, take that. It makes it a lot of fun. So as far to as, do it for the show. So as far as bad movies that you have sat through against your will with me, holding you at gunpoint, right? Where would you rate this one? Like if you had to give it out of so ten it, thumbs, it was like as a bad movie, you knew it was bad a when ba- you went just, into. Oh, I knew it was a bad movie. I was going into it as it a bad movie. You knew it wasn't fucking amazing. So you knew it wasn't for a fun movie, you're trying to watch as a bad movie. Right, you're deliberately watching it because you want to watch something mm, that's so bad it's do good. That? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, um, hmm. as a bad movie, not everybody, but I'm if gonna you... say, yeah. I'm gonna say, give me six, and then chop off the knuckle. 
Give me about so five, five and a half. Five and a half is a bad movie? Yeah, what, what because you... I don't, because bad movies to me, they're all like a one. Yeah. Ugh. So would you rate Two? it the, Would you rate it the same thing as a regular movie? Like if you're just channel surfing. I don't know, I guess. And it popped maybe up. Maybe six, I and guess. And you just decided to watch it. I would never it. do that. So you'd I would it, never do it. You rate it better as a regular movie and lower Wait, as a no. bad movie. As a no, no, as a a regular movie, no, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even put it on. You wouldn't. I know. Well, just assume that you did, and something possessed you to finish it. And it was a bad movie, what would and you it was think just a regular it? day. It'd probably be like a two thumbs. Two, okay. Maybe and you're gonna do, two and a half. You're gonna do five and a half as a bad movie. Yeah, because I had a lot of fun doing it, and that's what I rate my movies on. That is how true. much fun I had. How much fun they were. I how had, much it could be, or how emotional I was attached to it. Like I how had, what. I would rate this as like a nine and a half as a bad movie. Oh my god! I fucking love that. I love so many things <sighs> about this. Maybe I gotta watch more bad movies then because oh. I guess what I've probably watched five bad movies. <laughs> oh, I've seen hundreds of my. I, I know. I take, well, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't don't watch bad movies very often. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to. To gauge it as a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that making because it hard I'm to not, make a sliding scale for it. Because it it's is like, a different um, scale. Maybe you shouldn't do thumbs. Maybe you should do well, pinkies. Oh, no. It's already set Instead of for the bad movies. The thumbs, <laughs> it's the thumbs that bind us. So essentially, you're for, and, just oh. for some clarification on our rating scale, which is not really clarified in any way ever. Uh, it is vague as it, it can possibly be because it honestly doesn't fucking matter. If you like a movie, you like it. If you don't like a movie, it's okay to not like it. it not, wouldn't shame right. wouldn't shame but anybody I, for liking anything. <sighs> but so as a movie, you just would give it like a regular that that's your as Tom, a Tom movie, at the Tom at the water cooler says, Hey, have you seen Tammy and the T Rex? Oh, and and you go, actually it? I have. He goes, What'd you think of it? Out of ten. Two. Okay. One, two. Two. So two's two, two or a one. Okay. Two out of ten is yeah. your is your rating for that. So I guess maybe like six thumbs then? Now I don't know. If you were in the mood for something so bad, it's good. I'm not. And you put on Tammy and the T-Rex. I'm never in the mood well, for Well, I know, it. but you, you knew it wasn't fantastic or mind-blowing going into it, just looking at the cover. I didn't look at the cover. Oh. I didn't do it. I didn't look at anything. Okay. You said Tammy and the T-Rex after the fucking ever, whatever the other movie was we just watched. <laughs> love and Monsters. Yeah, Love and Monsters, which is uh, funny because I do love that movie, but... Mm-hmm. The one we're talking about, because we really didn't just watch it. Uh, okay, so as a regular movie, when I said it's a bad movie, we'll give it, what I say, nine and a half? Maybe I need to watch lot. more bad movies, though, to have a better scale. Because yeah, because a, what was that? We watched a, one bad movie, a, and I had fun watching it. Was it Robocroc? No. Was it? On that, I think it might have been Robocroc. That one? Okay. Croc's that one would have been like a four, though. Because I I guess I don't know how to scale it then. Because I did like it and I thought it was funny somewhat because mm-hmm. of it. How I much, had a lot more fun with this it's movie. It's a scale of 1 to 10 of how much you enjoyed the things that were like, oh, God, cheesy or, you know. what? It honestly wasn't that cheesy. I didn't think it was either. It really wasn't. Um, A couple of the – it was uncomfortable more than it was cheesy. Yeah. Because, um, you know, like a T-Rex – fondling a teenager yeah. is weird. Yeah, well, but, I don't think she's a teenager in it, but... Uh, she is in the movie because they're in high school. Right, that's the... Um, yeah. It's just... 
that's that's the weird part about it. Not yeah, you know, not that. Not the dinosaur. Yeah, thing. it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't cheesy. We'll get. We'll get into honestly, all that. <laughs> we'll get into yeah. all that. Uh, so yeah, it's a bad movie. Nine five regular movie. I'm gonna go six and a you half. Did nine five for a bad movie? As a bad movie, yeah, nine <sighs> and a half. Like if you're in the mood for something you need that to is put a very- poster up in here telling. Like the sick poster in the doctor's office. That's what you need in here. Oh, yeah. Like, a, a, a point, but a but point, bad movie. Point to how bad it was. Right. How do you feel? Huh? Well, if that's the case, I would have. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. I don't. Well, that's okay. You don't have to know. Because I feel like I guess a f- five three quarters or whatever would be kind of low. But did you have fun with it? I did, but I wouldn't watch it again. Did you have the same ever? Of, did you have the, okay? Yeah, that sounds about so, right. I'd watch it again. I know. Yeah, yeah I, I met the Madeline. I thought <laughs> not I thought with me. that the comedy in it, like the the um, the like the the jokes in the movie, really landed for me. Like when Denise Richards calls Paul Walker and she's like, "Oh, come over," and he's like, "I'm coming." And he runs out the door and he runs back in and he runs out the door and he runs back in and he's like, "Oh yeah, I gotta get a condom." And he goes in his drawer to get his condom. It's like in a drawer full of like knives and watches and earrings and like, like pokey metal right. objects. You saw, yeah, you, but it's you not, said that, but it's a really clever joke that's just framed wrong. But because a lot of the, then you would have been like, like the, if it was just full of steak knives or something. In that movie is for men, though. Oh yeah, yeah. So, oh, it's very shoehorn. It's from you know, 19, it's from it's also in the nineties, so everyone mm-hmm. gets you know harassed and. And it's okay. <laughs> let me yeah. grab your boobs. Let yeah, me touch the, your butt. Yeah, all but, the women are over-sexualized. There's no, uh, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I, most of that stuff, it was funny because they were trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not because well, I saw a little, I don't know. I always feel like, specifically in the art of comedy, you can say whatever you want in the effort to get a laugh out of somebody. At- whether or not it's funny or it lands, that's a different, right. that's a different thing entirely. And I did. I laughed through a lot of it. And yeah. I thought it all was funny because it's. For me, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not offended. I don't. And I find it funny. I grew up with four brothers. Right. Uh, it's funny. It's fine. Yeah. There's a lot of dick, like him having a boner, and, and oh, like yeah. all, like <laughs> then grabbing, literally. Yeah. So just different things. It was funny in the context, and it's fine. I guess for rating, it doesn't. Yeah, there's it's, just a lot of there's a lot of know. there's a lot of sexist humor. There's some like homophobic humor. There's some racist humor. But for the most part, it, here's how it's I put not it. in a in a crazy. dramatic in a dramatic movie. If somebody makes a racist joke, it's super cringy. If it's a comedy movie where there is nothing that's off limits as far as comedy goes, they can land well and still be humorous. Although, Especially in the nineties. Yeah, Especially in the, in the 90s. like you, you ever seen Blazing Saddles? That's uh, the yeah, movie. My super dad's racist. favorite movie. Right. I've probably seen <laughs> right. it a million times, but I it's yeah. okay. Like it's just it's like culturally it's also culturally it doesn't age right. well, but we're trying to take we, it in context. Right, exactly. Right. So I mean, as far as I'm concerned, ninety percent of the humor in this lands for me more it's than just, that probably it's just Even not framed like 98% right 98 percent of the humor is fine mm-hmm. unless you're digging but it's fine so anyway we'll, we'll get into the whole thing but if you're wondering yourself the fuck is tammy and the t-rex let me tell you it was actually tanny 
It was tanny. <laughs> Deep. It was going to be tanny. It was going to be it tanny. It is too funny, by the way. Hold on. I'm going to text my mom real quick. Because it's about his parents. Uh, yeah. Mike yeah. and Tammy. Yep. That's the whole movie. It's about Mike and Tammy. I hope she's texting me back. Well, so I text my mom and said, because uh, my my mom's name is Tammy and my dad's name is Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Tammy, it's Tammy and Michael. Tammy the, star, and the, the stars of Tammy and the T-Rex. I've heard it's actually an adaptation. But, you know, Michael gets turned into a T-Rex, but they still love each other. And, the end. Uh, she said, of course. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's been Tammy Talk. This is oh, talks with Tammy. <laughs> man, I tell you what: if you have any like great stories or tidbits about your parents being in a movie or like a, a humorous circumstance of your parents being named after characters that are in a movie, write me and let me know. I'd love to hear about it. Uh, it's it's just two movies at gmail dot com or at it's just two movies on the tweeters or the Instagrams. Not Facebook. Nah. No. Nah, not Facebook. I've just never been a fan of Facebook. I mean, if anybody out there wants to, like, take care of, a, like, a Facebook pa- pa- page or a community. fans page. Or whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah, a fans page. Uh, it, you Feel free to contact me. Uh, I, I would be all for that. Being there, I just don't want to do it because I don't dig on it, man. It's just it's just not me. Uh, I sound like such a dick. Maybe I am a dick. Uh, anywho. You take it out. <laughs> yeah, I will. I didn't mean to, like, but I just, like, that's what I always think, because you're like, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, f- fucking hate Facebook. Tammy and Michael, just a couple of high schoolers in love. and uh, Classic jock. Classic jock. Classic, classic cheerleader. Classic cheerleader and classic bully that's 35 years old. Oh, I was like, Michael's not a bully, weirdly. Yeah. Kind of a Billy. Billy's old the Billy. Old Billy the bully. He's... 100 he's also like 40 so it's weird yeah he doesn't go to school he just bullies this these kids he's noticeably way older <laughs> he does however drive a sick pontiac that's beside the point uh, long story short i'm gonna rush through a bunch of it this is the elevator pitch they're madly in love bully bullies jock and leaves him they put they beat him up they put him in the trunk of the car they don't just beat him up though <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hysterical. <laughs> they, anyway. They beat him up and they hold each other's dicks for like three minutes. Yeah. The cops come. To they remove. They still don't let each other's dicks go. Still got each other's dicks. I'm counting to three. One, two, three. Let them go. Let your two. Yeah. Like, they still don't let each other's dicks go. Yeah. And, and then finally, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Paul, Paul Walker had a cup on, and the other guy right. just got his, like, oh. got his dick and balls crushed. <laughs> like, it's fucking super weird. Yeah. So, the, 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 essentially, the bully gets him. He leaves him. We'll come back to this. I'm going to speed through all this shit. The jock dies for some, you know, for some reason. There's a cataclysm that makes the jock die. His brain is then removed by a mad scientist who puts it into a animatronic dinosaur, which they're very clear about, which I think is proactive. Because it's real. That's a real animatronic dinosaur. Yeah. That's why they did the right. movie. Yeah. That's why the director said, okay, I'll do this movie. Is right. because somebody came to him and was like, hey, I have this working animatronic dinosaur. Right. For real. Like, yeah. that's why they. You want to make a movie with it? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 
And he was like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. Bet. <laughs> so now the jock is a, he's a, a robot dinosaur, but like just with rubber on it. It's just an animatronic dinosaur, like from a museum or like from a museum or whatever, but it has a human brain in it. And it also has magic arms that are however long they need to be to accomplish yeah, his task. Yeah, not T-Rex arms. No. <laughs> it's definitely it's not probably T-Rex. my favorite part of the movie. But anyway, him and, you know, the dinosaur and Denise Richards still love each other. So that's the pitch for the movie. So I think you've taken more notes than any other guest These on the show for the bad movie. They are micro pages, but... <laughs> I mean, fair is fair. You've got four of them. I do. I do have four it's, micro you got, pages. You've got quite a bit of stuff but over there. In my defense, only two is kind of going through the movie. One is just fun little things, and the other is trying to recast the movie oh. while I went. She's doing her fucking homework. You hear that? You only, hear that out there? Birdman, you listening to this one? Well, only because I'm not after the movie's over. I forget. Uh, it, I blank. We, I blank hard. If so you, if you hadn't done it, I actually have written in the in the format that I have written down in my notebook uh, on the second part of the movie. If we haven't recast anything yet, take a break. Well, and then come back and do it. It's easier for me when someone's playing a character because then I can be like, "Well, you remind me of this person." Oh, ha! Okay, I'm gonna write this one down. So. That's That was a page of my notes. A little bit of fun tidbits. And then just two quick bits of uh, okay. through the movie. Just different things I noticed through the movie. Well, what's the first thing you got there? On what? On your notes. On my notes. I will say this. The very beginning, only because I never... It takes me a bit to remember characters' names and different things to get invested. Same. I did like that in the beginning credits, they had... The character's name, and they had the actual, the real name with it, the star's name in smaller print with it. So yeah. then it was like, oh, you, you know, you see Tammy, and it's fucking Denise, and you mm-hmm. see Michael, and it's Paul. So right, right, that right. just makes it a little easier to see who is who at the very beginning. So right. then you don't have to think about it whenever you're doing the movie. Mm. That was my very first note. Yeah, it's. Introducing characters in a thing, I I think is a is a delicate process, and there's a lot of there are a lot of movies out there that do it correctly, and I assume this this part actually comes from the writing. Well, because but a lot of you, movies it, don't do that at all, which is no. fine. I get it because some movies you can't. Then it comes down to how well they do introduce, right? Them. Yeah, how well you want to explain this character, how much you're going to give me, or is this just a random kind of person? Because some of those people, if they wouldn't have even put it up there, they would have just been random characters, right? After that, I did have. Classic guy fight over cheerleader oh with a wrestling moves. Yeah, I was like, if my Elbow classic, drop you mean from the, the top. WWE <laughs> from the top. Row, I know. I was like, at the steel chair. No, it, classic nineties. Get and out of here. That's what I mean. Like, I, sometimes I feel like this is trying to be like an actual, like a teen sci-fi comedy movie. And sometimes I'm like, is this fucking, is this Police Academy? Are they just doing like Police Academy right. style I, bits, like that I, very self uh, self aware? Maybe because Police Academy was before, so 
<laughs> while, like the, that. while the credits are still rolling, though, there's this awesome, like, girls dancing to a weird rock song about reptiles. It's like, do it dinosaur style. It's fucking so money. I might have walked to the bathroom when <laughs> that part had Yeah. Oh, my matter. God. It's fucking so cheesy. <laughs> but I, I liked it, like, because if it's. Again, if it's like a police academy style comedy, you know, real slapsticky, right? That's and that's honestly, part of it. When I recast this, mm-hmm. because Eddie Murphy's way too old to recast this, not, the, not like way way too old, but he's much older than the people I recasted. So you're talking about like as when Byron? I recast it, that's kind of how I thought about it. I just recasted it as a comedy. So oh, it is a comedy. No, I know, but as a yeah. Yeah, the um, as a teen comedy, oh, like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in this that's it's very funny. But if it were framed a little differently, or it would someone be, else did it, it would be way funnier. Right, it would be, or someone else did it because also I I find other people funnier than other people. It doesn't, you right. know, when I look at them, they're they're just funnier. They're, mm-hmm. So. Better facial expressions, right? Or just anything. Outrageous body language, or, or <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh, uh, Denise Richards gives Paul Walker a flower, and then he eats it. That was pretty good. Classic boy yeah. meets girl who meets ex boyfriend, even though he turned into he's... a dinosaur, right? And then his brain isn't a dinosaur because there's a sexy nurse who. Wants to lick his scalpel. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going and going. It's about this time we cut to the doctor, like the evil doctor guy. Yeah. And his because weird, tall, sexy lady that likes to- Helga. Like Helga. She's, oh, she's, she should be real ugly. You, like in Dodgeball, Helga. <sighs> yeah, that's friend, what I think. I'm like, Stelanowski, oh, unibrow, fucking like Australian something or- yeah, yeah, but she, she even she's not though. That's just a facial. No, prosthetic. because you exactly. Yeah, yeah, just a weird. They're little, not. Yeah, make your face weird. Here's a unibrow. <laughs> right. Uh, which I thought even the even the like sexy Helga lady assistant or whatever her character was actually pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So I was I was fine with that. Yeah, she uh, she was a little off, so it made the doctor not as crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The 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 right. crazy the crazy mad scientist guy. I didn't hate him either. I, I thought he was no, fine. No, they were definitely fine. Yeah. But- which, like, they're both safe from my recast. I I wouldn't mind having them back again. I thought they were fine. I, I also did because, it, uh, honestly, the doctor, he was fine. He was older. You could tell. Uh, the sexy nurse, she, it doesn't matter who plays a sexy nurse. No. <laughs> as if, long if as you- they're not, like. Oh, if you were gonna do it, if you were gonna redo it present day, she's kind of got a like Janet from the Good Place vibe. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's if you were gonna do it present day. If you're making it back in 1994, I'd leave her as she is. I thought she was fine. Yeah, she was fine. So we cut to the doctor, and you see this doctor has made this animatronic T Rex, and I gotta say, the payoff worth it. It is just a good. It's just a, it's a pretty good, like, museum-style fake T-Rex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it looks fine. Like, yeah, you, you ever for been the to, most part. You ever for been the to a place where it, they got fake animatronic dinosaurs? It's that. Right. But for the most part, it uh, looks looks like a 
A dinosaur, but until it gets rubbery, but that's different. You know, like you can't always maneuver them how you want them to. But I think that it's common knowledge now that that dinosaurs almost certainly had feathers. And they were colorful. Maybe this is just me. Yeah, certainly several of them would probably have colorful plumage that some birds do today. I know, but on all- But I would like to see a dinosaur movie, like a monster flick, creature feature, whatever, where they just try to do that interpretation of a dinosaur. Because I think that it would turn out way more fucking terrifying. It would be so scary. Yeah. They're so just scary. Just seem like they're all their feathers fucking right. fluff, fluff Because if up you've ever shit. been face-to-face with a Nemo, yeah. motherfucker, those, right. <laughs> those things are terrible because- or an, My parents used to have emus when I was a kid. aggressive rooster. But, yeah. But yeah. an emu is like seven fucking feet tall, oh, eight yeah. feet tall, big ass bird, Just, fucking gonna big ass beak. Uh, yeah. So multiply that by about a hundred mm-hmm. and make it a dinosaur because they are. Yeah. It'd be fucking <sighs> sick and terrifying. I'd like somebody right. to do it. That Maybe being they said, don't. for 1994, for questionably a million dollars, this animatronic dinosaur <laughs> looks fucking great. For questionable. Yeah, a questionable million dollars. I think a lot of that got spent on, like, booze and partying and having people in the... Well, yeah, because it, like, when it does go to after they're in the hospital and they take him and they cut his head open and put him in the dinosaur, Mm -hmm. then they go to a party? Like, they're just hanging out and partying and... Well, the, the dinosaur breaks out. Everybody else is having a party. Denise Richards is pissed and upset and upset because her boyfriend's dead right but but she's still at a party party? (laughs) right (laughs) okay don't do that yeah man some of the gimmicks in this are fucking just so good oh uh i do want to talk about how paul walker got killed though Mm. you remember this craziness denise richards calls him and she's like come over to my house so he does he comes up the back garden wall or whatever and gets in her bedroom window she's like oh fucking be quiet and then they do like a Chevy Chase gag of him knocking over like everything right. in the room, which is pretty good. It, uh, it's okay. It's just the it's same. It's not Chevy Chase, but it's, it's the, okay. It's the same. <laughs> it's a Chevy Chase right. gag, though. So then some other girls driving down the road see him sneaking in her window, so they call the bully. And then you have better notes on the next thing that happens than I do. Would you? Would you recant those for me, if you would? Oh, whenever like, he like when yeah, Billy gets he goes, to the house, I missed whatever transpired there, but you were cracking the fuck up about it. I was laughing because Billy gets into the house, he's like so excited. He's pretty much just like, Shut up, invite me over. Come on, mm-hmm. whatever. Shut up, invite me over. I'm coming over. Comes over, makes a ruckus. Billy M- Michael. You're talking about Yeah, Michael, Michael yeah. makes a ruckus, comes over, whatever. Billy and his gang have like fifteen people, including like five girls. He did have more than uh, just a, a shitload of people. I mean, this one guy, like you're really intimidated. So comes over to Tammy's parents' house, and the parents are like, "Oh no, it's Billy. We should call the cops." And the mom's like, "Oh," and does dad? No, I got it. Let's him straight in. Go straight to the top floor. Yeah, and no, he just. So then Billy escapes out the, or no, Michael escapes out the window, and then they rush out the door. Dad follows them out the door after he was like, I'm not calling the cops. And then they call the cops. I don't know. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was, was like way a, too much. Like, yeah, it was, uh, they're, like, they're you just, you let him in. You. you let like 15 people in your home to 
go to your daughter's room and then then you're out you mangy kids <laughs> hi I'm uh, I'm here for the gangbang right exactly and he's like I'm not calling the cops I'll handle this and then he obviously doesn't handle it because he calls the cops anyway yeah. and then they all run off and they all have like the you know their drag cars and different mm-hmm. things and chasing Michael so, down to so, beat his ass I guess so Michael is running down the street right Billy is having his buddies drive his car. He's got a baseball bat. And he's hanging out the passenger side. Hits him with the baseball bat. They jump him, beat the shit out of him, and then they stuff him in the trunk of the car. They're out driving around, and then they just see a lion. They let him out, and yeah. he walks away. It's a MacGuffin. There's just like <laughs> there's just like wild cats out oh. in the in the middle of fucking right. nowhere. So there's there's a lion. And a what was the other one you said? A jaguar. A, a leopard. A, a leopard. It was like a yeah. It was like a. There's like a black leopard, and there's definitely a black panther, which I, would be. I don't know if there was the leopard. It could have just been the panther. Either way, call back to trivia from right before the commercial break, where we had a black panther question from the movie Black Is Panther. Is it less funny if I explain it? Write me at it's just two movies <laughs> at gmail dot com. Or tweet at me on the Twitter at it's just two movies, or look at my grams on the gram at it's just two movies. Yeah. So in that scene, which I thought is funny because they had to have used a real animal of some sort because the stunt man oh, actually gets bitten. Yeah. Yeah. By so they 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 let Michael go on the road and then they book it the fuck out. But there are just three massive wildcats right. that don't belong. But in, that in area. real life, the stunt the man gets stunt, bitten by the, yeah the stunt of panther, him getting, jaguar, whatever you call a, it. It's a lion. No, because During the panther. And no, in the actual. Oh, you talking about the guy that got the shot? No, I'm talking about. The stunt man in real life okay. gets bitten by an actual panther, not in the movie. Oh, in real life. Okay. Well, I thought you meant the stunt man in the scene because it's clearly not Paul Walker getting attacked by no, a lion. No, it is. But regardless of the scene in the movie, the stunt man gets bitten get by you. the panther. That's fucking crazy. No, he gets bitten by the panther. Was he all right? Jaguar. I don't know. I assume. I just said he got bitten by it, but I thought that was crazy that they would use real... <laughs> like, regardless, even if it was like, oh, he got bitten by the lion or bitten by a cougar, yeah. whatever. So the, you saw the scene where Paul Walker's character gets eaten by the yes. lion, though, right? Okay, that's what I was talking I'm sorry. I, oh, I didn't no, understand. No, I see that, but that's all I'm saying is like, okay, after that scene, you see the Black Panther. Okay. The stuntman so, gets bitten by a panther. So the stuntman who didn't get bit by the panther, but the stuntman on the movie that gets attacked by the lion deliberately, awesome fucking performance. That whole that whole bit where the lion is like eating him and killing him, I was like, holy shit, this looks fucking amazing. Like it looks really convincing. I don't mean they're like flailing around a dummy. I mean like that's a that's a person. That's a stuntman, like a trained lion handler. Right. And it looks fucking scary. Like, it looks legit. It looks scary. Right. So, he also got bit at some point, which is also terrifying. Right. Because they did have multiple... I don't know why, but... I wonder if it was like a... I wonder if in any movie they ever get like... They're like, we need a lion, but we have a trained cougar. 
So what if we just put a fake mane on it? Right. Well, because that lion did have a really dark, almost like Mufasa type of uh, oh yeah mane. It had the that black outer layer. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. So maybe I don't know. It was cool they had big cats in it, but also but it had nothing to do with this anything. Is, this is to the tune of you just beat the shit out of somebody you don't like. You stuffed him in your trunk. You were driving him out of gravel road, probably to kill him and bury him anyway. But then you just come across a lion. So you're like, yeah. So you just let him out and yeah. drive him off. Let the lion uh, do the job. Yeah. So the lion does do the job. Right. Uh, you wake up in the hospital, and the, you know the fake doctor and uh, Helga come in. And uh, they, they pretty much pronounce him dead and then proceed to steal the body and take it to, like, a fake morgue. Right. Yeah. The doctor's like, Helga, take him to the morgue. And she's like, okay, I'm going to do yeah. it. I'll oh, take him. <laughs> and then guess what? Fucking 30 minutes into movie, still no T-Rex. So I'm going to see no T-Rex. And then there he is. And the, pay- right. and the payoff is huge. Takes that whole time. He looks badass, though. I mean, yeah. it just looks like a good animatronic. Yeah. Again. So, yeah, they, they put the brain in the T-Rex. He fucking comes to sooner than they thought. The whole time, though. Even yeah. during the procedure, he's, like, cutting into his brain. And Mike's <laughs> like, oh, I'm the wizard. I'm the wicked. Not the wicked witch. Uh, what is it? Dorothy. He's, like, pretending to be Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. So then he passes out again and wakes up. And then eventually they take his brain out with no repercussion and place it oh, right yeah. into this dinosaur. And then they just immediately. Uh, when they're taking his brain out and the doctor's, like, put. <laughs> All right, the gags and the some of the prop gags in this are great. When they're when they're cutting Paul Walker's skull off to remove his brain, he's just using like a jigsaw and cutting straight through he it. He's a scalpel first. Yeah, he it, did the he did the thin line yeah, scalpel yeah. and then the jigsaw. Yeah, but that's when he woke up. <laughs> he was like, yeah, <laughs> and the scientist is like poking parts of the brain. And he pokes the one that makes his dick hard, and then he like, he like wiggles it back and forth. <laughs> just some good, you know, uh, physical physical comedy bits in there. Like I said earlier, I think it's a big payoff that they do kind of make sure that you know that it's an animatronic dinosaur. Because if they were trying to pass it off as a real T Rex, well, because she does, it's a different movie at that. They point. make the it's comment not, too about hey. If it was animatronic, then it couldn't be ta- – uh, You couldn't trank yeah, it. Yeah, you couldn't trank it and, you know. So, mm-hmm. obviously, that is kind of the point of the movie, too, is you obviously know it's animatronic. You put a brain in it. It comes to life. Mm-hmm. So. The, the the special effects in this, I thought, were really fun. Uh, it doesn't mean they're good. It just means they're put together in a way that I find very amusing. Like when they show the dinosaur walking – and they show him like zoomed out as a whole silhouette. Right. It just it's fun. Like they're like we don't have the budget for to make this right. look good. Right. And also like the little bits of him like the dinosaur just hiding in the bushes. Yeah, and like, no, nobody a, sees him. A T-Rex him. could just hide in the bushes at the parties and at the hospital and just wherever and everyone's like Oh, see shit, you know, or they don't feel the rumbles of the ground or, or yeah. nothing. They just don't just see like, him. He's like just thirteen like, oh. feet tall, right? So they just that's fucking great. The I like time. the I like the party scene though that you're talking about where Denise Richards is because sad, <laughs> and it's you go to it and you can tell that it's just movie. It's it's just music overlaid over the sound of the scene that they shot, and everybody is wearing the loudest fucking shoes ever. 
It's oh, just the sound of shoes that. clopping with a little bit of music played over it. It's, I don't know. I, I, I did not. I thought it was. A, I thought it was. A, I thought it was abrupt. And after after so long of the scene, I was like, I think this is actually deliberate, which I think is quite funny. To, no, I didn't, to leave that in, intentionally. Yeah, I didn't notice that at all. I just noticed her being upset and the <clears throat> Michael hiding in the bushes. That's literally what I noticed yeah. in the movie. Do you know my favorite part of this movie is? No. It's his magical arms that are as however long he needs them to be. Like and when, soft. Yeah. They look so soft because so he like grazes her hair yeah, and it's just a rubber pets her glove. face and, and he, he just... Goes to that payphone. He picks up the phone right. and dials a phone call and shit, and then God, tries to get so the funny. change out of the payphone. Tries pay to get the phone, change out of the just thing. Like, uh, oh, they, is there more change? Let me call her back. No, yeah, he, he winds up getting Denise Richards back, and then they're like doing charades, so he can tell her that he is Michael, right? Uh, which is also again gigantic, Ridiculous. gigantic dinosaur head. Tiny little rubber gloves <laughs> that are in no way where they would be positioned on a dinosaur. Uh, just doing charades. It's, it's very funny. <laughs> it's a good physical gag. So you said you had a good recast for Billy. And what, um, what, what, I don't know about, um, like, good. I just. What was your. What I was just your, recasted it how I felt do you wanna, during the time of the movie. Do you want to save these for the end or do you want to do them as I've got I them don't, written? I don't care how you do it. I just we'll think. Do, uh, we'll do it at the end. So. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, it, the movie's almost over. There's really not much to it. She, no, no. They, they get back together. They and get then, back together. She literally rides him in the sunset she does. on his back. And uh, her friend Byron's also like, one of the you cops wrote him in the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> like, one of the cops is like, damn, that girl can ride. <laughs> Into the sunset mm. on a, okay. So, I mean, cut scene, right? Movie's pretty much yeah. over. Hell yeah. Until the cops come and the doctors come and they just want to, they want to put him down. Out. They want to kill him. And yeah. That's pretty so much they, right. they get him put down and the movie ends because Michael is now a brain in a vat and Denise Richards comes in and seduces him every day. And I guess his eyes are hooked up to a video camera. And that's why Denise Richards has so, a job. Yep. So she pours whiskey on his brain and then she does a strip tease. And, and he, he gets off. His brain he his he, brain comes. Yeah, pretty much. I guess. Pretty much that that sums that up because that's the flick. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Right. <laughs> why would anyone make Can this? Can I come that way too? No, you can't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're thinking, why would anyone make this? Um, I don't know, but I'm I'm thrilled that they did. Uh, w when the cops go to shoot the dinosaur, they unload like a million fucking bullets. Also right by each other's faces. Yeah. I love that in movies. There's three cops. What? <laughs> two of them. Two of them have a Shotguns. six shooter. Two of them have a six shooter. <laughs> one of them has a shotgun, and Just they shoot a million bullets at the. At and the then fucking he garage. finally falls down, and obviously, in zombie movies, you got to kill the brain. Never killed the brain. No. Nope. Guess what? Sequel. Yep. Zombie movie where Denise Richards has sex with a human brain, and she puts him in a stuffed animal, and it becomes a zombie. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, that could work. Or a zombie comes in and eats it and gets his memories. Mm. Ooh, so or now Denise Richards got to love a zombie. The movie is zombies, and the brain 
Hollywood email me. <laughs> and it's just the brain isn't a zombie yet. Mm. Until. I like it. Until it is. Until it is. Or, you know, or, some, or the dog it eats it and I was like, ha ha. Twist that's not a twist. Now it's a dog. <laughs> right. Red Rocket. <laughs> Red Rocket for Denise no. Richards. She'll love it. No. In this movie. Uh, so my recast is Billy. I had I had David Duchovny because he kind of put off a David Duchovny vibe anyway. Like like X-Files? Yeah. Mulder, Fox Mulder. No, I know. He can do comedy. He's a little more rigid, but I think he'd be a little more believable than this guy. Although I've never seen David Duchovny be a tough guy. Ma. But, but in 94. I do like it. I do like it because he looks just like him. In and some of the frames. He, yeah, he'd fit the part And some of the frames, he looks just like him. That's why I picked Kevin Bacon. Because Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon is kind of in. He played those dirtbag teenage guys. Also, I know he would have been probably like 32 or so at that time. But fuck. Kevin, mm-hmm. he's fine. You know what I mean? Like he is, he yeah. can he can play a nineteen year old better wish, than that guy could oh, for sure. Yeah. So I wish the bartender at the party, like the the big long party scene. I wish the bartender was Ryan Stiles from uh, <laughs> Whose Line Is It Anyway? He literally has like a he, twenty second clip. It would have been perfect. It would have been great. Would have actually like, oh, could have been. God. You could have put Ryan and Phil, or what's yeah. his name? Ryan and uh, not Phil. Phil Colin, Collins. Colin Mockery. Oh, not Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah, Phil Colin Collins Mockery. is way off. <laughs> Phil Collins. Phil Collins in there. That'd be quite a cameo. Uh, could you get? Yeah. <laughs> could you get Phil Collins for for Tammy and the T Rex? <laughs> I mean, probably for a hundred dollars. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, My no. next recast is the the dancing biker at the party. I didn't recast that stuff. I would replace him as Jack Black in Anchorman. How Jack Black's the biker Ooh, in Anchorman you know and punts da- Dex- Baxter off the off the bridge. Oh, he does. Yeah. Um. The bi- I didn't recast the biker. What I'm biker. saying is, most of the cast in this, I have no problem with at all. I, I would use my I, I would use my recast, recast though. I would use my recast on fun cameos. No. I recast to make a funnier movie is how I did it. Okay. So, like, Kevin Bacon isn't funny because Billy's not funny. He's he just can a be. douchebag, though. Yeah. So, yeah. in the whole movie, and you just want to see his face. Literally, you're paying for his face. Yeah, that's true. So, it would be a little more expensive, but maybe not then because it is in the 90s. I didn't recast no funny characters or anything like that. I did recast Tammy. Who'd you recast Tammy as? I recast Tammy as... Uh, My mom? I should have put that. <laughs> Your mom. But I put uh, Jane... What is her name? Jane Krakowski. She's Which... in 30 Rock. She's the really funny... Oh, my God. The blonde. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And she isn't in much, but she's, she's hysterical. She's pretty funny, though. Yeah. She's hysterical. She's she's just really a funny girl. And honestly, she would have been in right at her prime 20s. Oh yeah, because a lot of uh, is she about the same age as Denise Richards? It's very weird. No, because they are much older. It's like the people I recast would have been in their early twenties. Easily would have they fucking could have played teens. That's what they do. Yeah, they put a twenty-two year old as a fourteen-year-old. It's what they do. Yeah, it's makeup. You know, so she would have been twenty, and I think that would have been fine as a recast as a. 18, 17-year-old girl. 
Do you remember? But she's hysterical and she cracks me up. <laughs> Do you remember the part where the 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 sheriff the the sheriff who's a black guy they show up after the party after the T Rex came and everybody freaked out and they found two people left over there and it's a guy and a girl. And the cops grab the girl. All right, well, it's the sheriff. There's like 50 people. It's the sheriff and the two old white cops, and they just find two people left at the party. And the cops fucking grab the girl, and they're like, what happened here, damn it? And she's like, no. And one of the white cops is like, just slap her around a little bit. She's hysterical. And then the cop's like, yeah, slap her in the mouth a couple of times. She'll come too. And no, then, I do not remember and that. And then the sheriff's asking her questions. He's like, no, what are you, what? <laughs> He's like, tell me, honey, what happened here? Oh, my God, are you okay? And she's like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, you, you want me to slap her around for you a little bit, sheriff? Like, they, they keep doing the gag. They just want to keep, okay. And then he's like, oh, uh, no, gra- grab that guy. And they pick the guy up, and they're like, yeah, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> there's, there's so, and that's what I mean when I say like there's so many good bits in this that just aren't framed right. If they were, yeah, if they were that... framed or set up differently, like that's a funny bit. The thing with the condom in the drawer full of sharp objects, that's a funny bit. Those I are... think a funny bit is whenever like the T Rex is like crying in the woods. Oh my god! In the distance, <laughs> like come on, okay. It's so much water. It's like they just stuck a it garden just, hose like, up through. Yeah, it. it just drips and drips mm. and drips, and it just goes forever. Oh man, yeah. When that T Rex cries at the funeral, that is at his own funeral. It's a. He's literally crying at his own funeral. Oh yeah. I don't. Uh, I might <sighs> recast the T Rex. As the Jurassic as Park T Rex, <laughs> as the Jurassic Park T Rex, just because it looks better. Uh, but this did come out right on the heels of Jurassic Park. Oh, did it? So, well, uh, this came out in '94. Jurassic Park came out in '93. How long did you say it took them to to make this movie? Four weeks? Two, two no, weeks? No, 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 no. It for to write the movie. It took oh, to three write the re- movie. Weeks. Three weeks. Three to write weeks it. to write it, and. I'm assuming not long. If they made a point to say it took two two nights pretty much to do one scene, I can't imagine it. Yeah. Taking only because I imagine because there's so many people in that scene. That's yeah. the only reason why. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I think it was just kind of I don't know. Well, that's fair because it it was kind of I don't know. <laughs> like, um. It I was liked bizarre. it though. Bizarre, like it was all just bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it really was. I had a lot of fun with it though. I liked it a lot. This is probably one of one of the first movies that we watched as a bad movie that I would just watch casually. Like I would watch this again by yourself. I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> I actually had. Did we have to rent it? Uh, oh yeah, we rented that shit. Yeah, no, I'm about to buy not it on Blu-ray. You better buy it then if you're trying to watch it again because <laughs> renting it five dollars a pop. <laughs> so, do you have anything uh, in particular that you would want to that you would want to plug? Like anything that you've consumed lately that you thought this is good? Other people would like this. I watch cooking shows because I like to cook because I'm badass mm-hmm. and I like to plant shit. Agreed. So. If you like to do anything about it, grow some shit, cook some shit. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. In your, in your motherfucking <laughs> face. 
I had a, I, I read a little bit more of The Drunken Botanist by Amy Stewart. Oh, you did. It's a, the section on barley, which actually I thought was really fascinating. Well, because you can grow barley. Do you know that barley has the most uh, starch of any grain that is easily converted to sugar? That's easily. Probably so why they make it into all you, beers and all things. You have yeah. to do, all you have to do to make beer is put a bunch of barley in a bucket and Dump put water sugar. in it. Oh, you don't even need sugar? Nope. Because it already converts it. Okay. As soon as all it right. gets wet, it starts to convert it to sugar. So that's, that, really that's a thing yeah. I didn't know. I, I homebrewed beer for several years and didn't know that. It's really interesting to hear about uh, something that I was already interested in from the viewpoint of someone else who has a totally different field. Uh, because while I do know things about like fermentation and blah, 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 all this other stuff, Amy Stewart highlights more things about the actual organisms that, that are at play with it. It's, it's just really interesting. Apart from that, uh, we started watching WandaVision. We did watch all of it. I'm enjoying that. This oh, there's, last episode. There's a new episode. I know. It came out Friday. Oh, yeah, yesterday. yesterday. So we haven't watched one episode, but it is really good. It's interesting because I also saw her do an interview. Almost, it was like almost a foreshadow, but she didn't know she was foreshadowing it. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, because she made the comments about it'd be funny if she had twins, and then she didn't know, and she went crazy. Gotcha. They'll never do that in the Marvel universe because it's too dark. All right, bum, bum, I, bum. I would argue no such thing. <laughs> not in the Mar. No, no, not when not when grown men and women cry over the movies. Man, There's I, no way I, that could be too real dark. Talk, I'm not much of a movie crier. I cried on the Green Mile. I cried on the Green Mile. I cried at the end of Jojo Rabbit, and I cried when when Thanos accomplished the snap. And that's it as far as cinematic. I cried. Because they I built cried. it up so well. Like, those Not, aren't even... Okay, I guess in the snap. I guess the snap, because... I was in shock. Like, no, I was, it wasn't I, just I was the like, snap. Oh my God. The part where it was so sad was because Tom Holland yeah. and, you know... Part of it. Fucking Tony Stark, they, he dies. So it's like, mm-hmm. that was the... That was it. Mm. Fuck this movie. <laughs> like, so done good. with this shit. so good. And I, I knew it was going to happen going right. into it. I knew it was going to happen, but still, right. the, the gravity of it, the way it's done is really, really good. So watch all the Marvel movies, catch yourself up from 2020, and pre- be prepared for their releases for 2021. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm, I'm Black really Widow, anything. The Black Widow one looks good. Mm. I am really- Doctor Strange. I'm really excited for Spider-Man, all the Spider-Men. They're going to do like a live action Spider Verse with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. Well, if Kevin Feige, oh, no. <laughs> if, if Kevin Feige's got his fingers in it, I think it'll turn out just fine. They've got the foresight. They're of keeping the-, the cast too. They're just yeah. It's like a Spider Verse thing. It's going to be like Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and then Spider Man from other worlds. What are Spider-Men from other worlds? Well, there's fucking Tobey Maguire right. and there's Andrew Garfield. No. Who are both older. No. Well, there's more, but. Miles Morales. You could do that. Miles Morales. That would be neat to throw oh, that little bit in there. that would be dope. Mm-hmm. I think they are going to intro Miles, but I don't think they're going to reveal the casting yet. No. Uh, maybe they have, though. I, I honestly try to avoid spoilers of that kind of stuff because I 
I'm just a big fanboy about the Marvel movies, so I try not to watch anything for them. So I am kind of ignorant going into it, so I can enjoy it like I would as if as if I were a kid. I generally don't watch a ton of trailers until I do, because I will sit down and watch 30 trailers for three hours or however long. I'll watch trailers for hours. Instead of watching a movie, I'll just watch a bunch of trailers. What, uh, what's the next movie you're excited about? Me? Yeah. Is there is there something you're looking forward to? No, I'm nope. really. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm really stoked about Godzilla versus King Kong. That's already out, though. Is it? Yeah. Is it in theaters or something? No, it came on HBO. That was out on HBO like Are a you week or fucking kidding two me? Go. Not no, Hang I'm not on. kidding you. Hold on. Uh, Godzilla versus King Kong trailer. Godzilla King of the Monsters. No. Son of Godzilla. I'm not seeing it on here. What just came out on HBO? Something just came out with HBO as a thing. Like, Let me try just added. Oh, shit. Jason goes to hell. Nice. Oh, I guess that's 2021. I thought it came out. I thought it came out on HBO. Oh, it'll be March 31st it comes out. I guess. Then why were they advertising it? The trailer's on HBO. Well, that's Which I also, also haven't watched that's yet. That's stupid. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have. I think it is going to get released on HBO, like Maybe Wonder, like Wonder that. Woman, like the Wonder Woman movie did. It okay. just came out on HBO, and because HBO purchased Warner Brothers. Anyway, I'm big, big fan of kaiju flicks. Like the all have seen all the black and white Godzilla movies. I I, just, I love a giant monster tearing apart a city. I just love it. Who who do you got? Godzilla, Godzilla or King Kong? I know I could have asked anybody, but I asked you. Mm. I knew it was you. You guys aren't gonna start sucking each other's dicks, are you? Let's go, let's go, We're a one-eyed Batman. Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence, or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi, Bob. We don't fight with guns. We fight with the mind. Cousin, business is out booming. That is one big pile of shit. Jail gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Hmm. Okay. Get a little sweaty <laughs> now that I open that oven. and Well, because like, I tempt the turkey and it's about 20 degrees shy. Take your shirt off.